0: My inspiration flow it's time for the 19th episode of get on the bus with Corey Patterson with me Corey Patterson I'll be your guide each week as we explore the stories and lore of the Grateful Dead and their ridiculous amount of music this show is so much fun to do I hope you're enjoying it and I hope that the next 59 minutes keep you inching toward buying that bus ticket who knows you might become a deadhead before the dead and company summer tour this year but whether you've been a deadhead since the days of Nixon, or you're seeing this crazy tie eyed bus for the first time, my hope is that you hear something that you like and maybe even learn a thing or two. So, welcome. As we've done each week for a whole, you know, 18 episodes now, I'm gonna play a curated set of music from one of the Grateful Dead's 2300 plus live shows, and I'll briefly talk about why it's worth a listen. My goal in doing this show was to get one person on the bus but judging from the feedback I'm getting, we may have to buy a few more buses for our little troupe, And I love that. Like I said, the Grateful Dead may not become your favorite band, but then again, they might. But tonight may be the one that starts getting more people on with us. This is the storied show, and whether that is accurate or not, you knew it was coming. But before we head to Ithaca, here's the lyric from the other one that serves as the inspiration for our little show the bus came by and I got on. That's when it all began. There was Cowboy Neal at the wheel of the bus to Never Ever Land. So we're heading to Cornell University, Barton Hall, home of the Big Red. Come along with me, won't you?
1: Deadheads, future deadheads,
0: former deadheads recovering deadheads welcome to the campus of cornell university and the most heralded talked about written about traded and listened to concert ever performed by the grateful dead tonight we're traveling back to may 8, 1977 as this show airs live on kacu today is may 7th 2022 which makes the show you're about to hear almost 45 years old i guess it's time for a midlife crisis but i digress As I remind you, every week, The Grateful Dead played more than 2,300 concerts, but this show is the one that provokes the most discussion. It was a favorite of the group's longtime archivist who was on record saying, enough can't be said about this superb show. In fact, this particular concert is so good and is so important to the history and culture of music in this country that a copy of the show was added to the Library of Congress National Recording Registry. So why is this show so good? First, the show is pretty much perfect. It's a great set list, the playing is fast, full of energy, there's lots of memorable moments, but it's the recording that's just absolutely incredible. This is a soundboard recording made by Betty Cantor Jackson that made its way onto tape and then was dispersed magically to deadheads across the country. We'll talk more about Betty and her Betty boards in the next episode, but let's go ahead and get into this ridiculous show, shall we? We'll start with New Minglewood Blues. Again, this is one of my favorite songs. And you'll hear the show start out as an audience recording, and then it's amazingly transformed into the soundboard. There's so much energy to start, too. After that song, you'll hear Bobby give a little hi to the crowd, which is super endearing. After Minglewood, we hear a great version of Loser. The opening is just mesmerizing with the keyboards, rhythm guitars, and leads all just in perfect sync. Then, You'll see right away that Jerry is singing super well on this night, and Donna Jean jumps in during the chorus, and the harmony is just sublime. It's an unreal version of this song. Marty Robbins' El Paso is next. Deadheads love El Paso. You'll love El Paso. It's fun, it's fast, Jerry and Bobby intertwine guitar and voice, and it's stellar. And that's all I really say about it. Then comes They Love Each Other. This version, man, it's so good. Phil's bass, Jerry's solo, Keith's solo, it all comes together perfectly. Anyway, let's start with those four songs. I'll be back after to get us set for the finish. show so far, huh? Have you gotten a sense of why people love it? Well, just wait because the good stuff's coming. Anyway, I don't have a ton of time so here's what's up next. First up is Jack Straw. This song is amazing just for the first solo and the vocal harmonies alone and it gets better from there. Then we get a great version of Deal. I dare you to try to sit still during this song. It's so joyful and the solos are so much fun that you'll fail immediately at that challenge. Then we get a couple of songs that, honestly, I don't listen to a ton. Yeah, I said that. I don't listen to them a ton. Lazy Lightning and Supplication Blues just aren't my favorites, but these versions are really good. They're very tight. They're very good. They have a lot of good singing, a lot of good playing. And for my money, Supplication Blues is better than Lazy Lightning. To close this out, we get an all-time version of Brown-Eyed Women. Listen, I know I say this every song, but Jerry's solo this and Jerry's solo that... But this solo takes things to another stratosphere. Just buckle in. It gives me chill bumps just to think about it. And it might get a little misty in here. It's so stinking good. So here we go. Jack Straw, Deal, Lazy Lightning and Supplication, and then Brown-Eyed Women from that storied show on May 8, 1977. Sit back and soak it in.
1: the thunder with the rain and it looks like the up the oak and plow the fields around Gone are the days when the ladies sit
0: This show is just really, really, really good. Some despise it because it's so popular, but then again, that's the thing about the dead. You're entitled to your own opinions. No worries at all. Next week, we're going to continue on this show and hear just some ridiculous music. In fact, we're only going to hear four songs next week, and they're all just out of this world. I hope you'll join me. In the meantime, stream your favorite episodes on different podcast services like Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or at KACU.org remember to follow the show on Facebook and Instagram too. Just search at GetOnTheBusKACU on on both platforms. Finally, if you want to get in contact with me, you can always email me at GetOnTheBusKACU at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Anyway, until next week, I'll remind you that the sky was yellow and the sun was blue, and I can't wait until we meet again. I'll see you next week. Get on the Bus with Corey Patterson is a production of KACU in Abilene, Texas, and Zane Goggins' Deadhead in Training. This is KACU.